0: Okay, podcast again. Nice. Once, once again, I'm going to be up way past my bedtime. Yeah. But this time, it was because somebody didn't want to come home from the beach uh, by seven p.m. <laughs> well, I had just gotten <laughs> to the beach at three p.m. I, have been, I, have
1: I said it was beach not rushing, because I was on my way to the
0: beach. Oh boy! Wow, afternoon beach, huh?
1: Listen. Someone, you know, who I am attached to, likes Evening Beach.
0: And then... Well, that's not going to work for me, so... Well... We might have to amend <laughs> these arrangements. Well, too bad. So sorry. Evening Beach? Evening Beach sucks. No, it was great. You, you don't the even sun was get sun tanned, though. I got a little tan. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: I got enough tan. The water, like, leveled... Dr- it was very choppy, but then, it, it, you know, tide went down. Oh. And then it kind of mellowed and you could walk to like the non shards of shell area like the flats like soft sand it was great
0: oh like really far out in the wa- in the water you could go deep and it yeah. was like,
1: it was almost like sandbars like ooh nice
0: oh that's kind of nice yeah. yeah i just i just resent that it was my first day back at work yesterday
1: some of us didn't have a week off of work in
0: quite some time so and i was hoping we could uh get the pcast done with but you were taking a little break see a little night beach. I was also out until like
1: 3 in the morning the night before. So, you know.
0: Well, that makes sense. No wonder you guys like evening beach. No, we got like up at 10. I feel like your nighttime activities are interfering with your ability to go to the beach at human hours.
1: It was nice. Listen, it was very nice. Except, you know, when there's like an old man hanging dong that doesn't need to. Um, you know, for being a nudist, his ass was very white. I was like, mm. sir, sir. How does that on.
0: work? He's just, he's just been face up all summer?
1: I don't know. Hmm it was very confusing we were like ew
0: maybe he goes in first thing when he gets to the beach and then when he comes back down and sits in the sand he has a sand covered bum and it's kept him nice and alabaster
1: i mean no he he did not have hair pants like me so <laughs> you know a little different
0: <laughs> no wonder you don't tan it's just the hair yeah it's not the uh complexion of the uk
1: no i no, my legs are tan i have a speedo line
0: mm. oh yeah. well that i didn't need to know well And there you have it, folks. Just saying. Well, good for you. I'm glad that you got a little September beach. I know you like that. And it's it's still hot as fuck. It is my... Well, it became hot as fuck again, even though it was like Los Angeles here last week.
1: Well, it was lovely up until Sunday. And then Sunday it said, oh, no, bitch. You thought I was done. Here's 90 degrees. Yeah, we got a
0: little Indian summer. It's just this week, though. And then it's going away. Yeah, it's going to rain all weekend. Mm -hmm. Can't
1: wait. Um... No, it's nice. As you know, my annual tradition is the day after Labor Day, I go to the beach. I do not labor on the day after Labor Day. I simply do nothing
0: right because you don't have a a white collar office job so you're one of the servile class that doesn't get to celebrate labor day correct yes yeah yeah.
1: i labor on labor day
0: i kept like my dad was in town over the weekend and i kept saying to re and my dad i was like i'm worried because he was leaving monday and i was like i need to run errands and stuff but everything's going to be closed and they were both like no nothing's closed on labor day (laughs) everything runs at completely normal hours and that did turn out to be extremely true the only
1: thing that was not open
0: so you know had like princess
1: hours on Monday which is what a treat you know Um, so I leave work and I'm like oh there's a cute little wine bar on Center Street like French wines in Little Paris or Little France or whatever the fuck this strip is called Um, and I was like I'm gonna go treat myself have a glass of wine and then do my homework you know yeah it was closed oh because the French say Liberté
0: they don't even have Labor Day over there I know it was have like a million days s- off so yeah. this is actually probably still just part of their summer.
1: I think a lot of down, like, because Lords isn't open on Monday. Like a lot of downtown things are just not open on Mondays.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Like fun places are like we don't do Mondays. I'm like, no, but for the service
0: industry, mm-hmm.
1: let us play, and they're like, no, you're going to have to go to Clem's.
0: Oh, you're not. You're not a service industry though.
1: Mm-hmm. Adjacent.
0: I think you're stealing valor here. Service industry is restaurant workers.
1: I service people. Well, uh, well, okay, well. Mm-hmm.
0: If I had a nickel. But uh Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I know what you mean. I, I mean I don't
1: get mean. like wet. Like I'm not around the wets. Jeez, oh my god, what? Like food service industry, you you know, you're always around wet stuff. Oh you're okay. damp all the okay. time. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, my hands <laughs> don't get
0: wet. Oh man. You do service people, but you don't get wet, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Dry
1: hand jobs only.
0: Um JK, oh Lord. Oh man. Isn't getting wet a euphemism for doing some type of drug? What? Yeah, I think I think people will ask. Dabbing? me Do you get wet if like if dabbing? you like smoke meth? Maybe. No. That's something party. like that. I don't know. Okay. I don't, can't remember which drug it is, but I know that's euphemistic hmm. for something. I don't know about that, but okay. Yeah.
1: I don't know anything about these drugs. That you people take i don't know it might be marijuana
0: like sprinkled with some sort of harmful thing i have no idea yeah maybe that's what it is maybe it's pcp that actually sounds right oh god but i'm not sure that sounds like a bad time oh man so i rode Ree's bike over here because my bike got a flat tire today uh it was not while i was on it which was curious so i you know show up end of my day my bike hangs on a rack uh, with all the other bikes and I go to take it off the rack and one of the tires is fully deflated. So I must've gotten a teeny tiny puncture on my way in, uh, and not known it in oh, uh, the hot
1: air. Just mm, st- I don't know.
0: I don't know. Usually you notice, but I didn't notice anything this morning and but sure enough, it's fully deflated. So I have a spare. I'm going to bring it to work tomorrow and change it there, mm. but I didn't have one. And I thought, Oh, I'll take the bus down here. Yeah. But you know, coming down here on the bus is not so problematic. It's leaving. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I know we're doing these late-night pods now, so I'm a little (laughs) pressed for time. And uh, I ride bike. First of all, bike is way too small for me. This I knew was going to happen. I knew I was going to look like a Pagliacci uh, clown chasing a bear on a ball, uh, which I do. Mm -hmm. But the other thing is, a long time ago, she told me, she's like, oh, I have pedal brakes on my bike, you know, like a little kid bike. Like you have to... Where you hit backwards on oh, the brakes no. to, to stop it and you can like skid, you know? Oh, I, don't like I that. used to love that as a child, but I didn't think adult bikes had that. Was it like a fixie? Well, here's the thing. Where you have to pedal backwards? To she stop? told me she had pedal brakes. She doesn't. She has a fucking fixed gear. Oh. So I'm riding that down here and I'm like, wait, there's no brakes on this bike at all. Um, and on a fixed gear, I mean, you can brake by throwing the pedals backwards, but it doesn't immediately stop you. Right. It's not a brake. It's just you slowing the thing down. Oh. So now I'm a little bit scared of drinking and riding home. A because I don't have my helmet, left it at work. Ooh. B because the lights on the bike are not so great, and Ooh. C it's actually a fixed gear, which takes right. some getting used to, and I have to take it easy. Yeah. So I'm gonna take it easy. Okay. And then take it easy on the way home. Yeah. Hopefully. But yeah. What's yeah.
1: this decoy on my table?
0: Okay. So Ron got you the decoy because he misses you.
1: Really? Yeah. He brought a treat?
0: He brought you a treat. Oh. And he thought it would be a nice wine for you. Oh, so, yeah, that's nice. He brought Thanks, you the Ron.
2: decoy. Oh, yeah.
0: that's, a, that's a gift from Ron. That's very sweet. I thought maybe I would lie <laughs> and say that it was pod wine so I could have some too. Oh. But now I don't really need it. Oh, yeah. So the decoy is all yours. Oh, that's very sweet. You do with it what you please.
1: Oh, I have to write him a thank you note.
0: Yeah. You know, I think he did miss you. And, you know, it's, it's always <laughs> awkward saying goodbye to my dad. Uh-huh. And while he was leaving, you know, we, ha- we have to have, like, a 10, 15-minute conversation about, like, what's going on with the car, uh-huh. you know, about how the drive's going to be, the yeah. routes, all of this kind of stuff. And, you know, and hug once, gets in the car, checks something out, comes out, hugs again, mm-hmm. and then leaves. And then as I'm walking away and I'm on the other side of the street, he, he sort of awkwardly shouts over the car, Tell Will I miss him, I love him. Oh, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> like, that's I will. very sweet. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was, it was big, big hang time. Oh. With the man from Ohio yeah. this weekend. But yeah, yeah. so he brought you the decoy. Oh, that's very sweet. He brought us quite a few treats. Oh, yeah. We, we got two bottles of Prosecco oh. because he doesn't know about Prosecco, mm-hmm. so he didn't know what to buy. So we bought It's all th- sugar water. That's everywhere. what I thought. Yeah, mm-hmm. So uh, that's why I tried to. I didn't really tell him that, but I was like, you know, don't worry about the brand. Just get one. Get, get one got that's two.
1: approximately $16 and everyone loves it.
0: Yes. And then uh, we got another bottle of wine, mm-hmm. another Cab Sav that I've yet to open. And he brought me a, like, eighty five dollars dollars bottle of Jefferson's Ocean. I described it at length that? on the podcast. It's the, my favorite oh. bourbon from Ron's collection. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And he told me, I didn't know this before, but now I know, that the whole gimmick with that, the reason it's called Jefferson's Ocean, is that apparently they take the uh, barrels of aging whiskey, put them on some kind of barge in the ocean, and it's the subtle, uh, you know twists and turns of the water rocking oh. the casks that uh give it gently give it a, deli- it a, a delicious of... flavor yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah who the fuck knows if that's, I know true. If that's true i but, said you know, know that sounds complicated and expensive they probably just have a simulated version of that in yeah, a factory somewhere like a, vi- like a jiggler or yeah something. yeah know, that like just... a mouse jiggler for yeah yeah bourbon but does it slow and gently over yeah. time and then you know I thought it was great because I'm not the I like brown liquor a little, but I'm not the biggest fan of it. So yeah. I thought, great, this will be added to the bar and it will last a while. Mm-hmm. But then on Ron's night in town between the three of us, we Gone. drank damn near half that. Okay. thing. Well, so yeah.
1: how was P. Lug?
0: P. Lug was really good. I have a lot to say about Peter Luger. This is my mm-hmm. my first experience at Peter Luger. This
1: might be a food episode. Get ready because we have to talk about the most mid sushi I've had in my entire life.
0: Oh, OK. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Different than Takasushi? No, that was the mid sushi. Oh, okay. Yeah. We can talk about that, yeah. too. Um, Peter Luger. So, Peter Luger, here's the thing. I was scared. to. I didn't say anything to either Rhi or my dad because a couple days before our visit, I've had the reservation now for yeah. a long time, I started looking into reviews because I don't know why. I'd never done that. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. found out pretty quickly that they lost their Michelin star mm-hmm. in they 2022. They also lost a star
1: from The Times.
0: And the Times Review, this is from 2019 though, so even pre-pandemic yeah. was straight up <clears throat> scathing yeah. to the place. Like it was along the lines of that Guy Fieri one where they really trashed it.
1: No, it was it was Pete Wells's like rallying cry of like "fuck this shit."
0: I believe the title of the article it, it sticks in my mind was uh, "Peter Luger used to sizzle, uh, mm. now it." I don't know. Now it sputters. That's what it is. Okay. Peter you, Peter Luger used to sizzle. Now it sputters. Mm-hmm. Now here's the thing. So I went in and I didn't want to ruin anybody's time. So we're all very excited. I'm still very excited mm-hmm. just to go there. The quality of the food was still very good. Yeah. The quality of the service is, is trash garbage. a little bit lacking Dumpster fire. because yeah. it's become a tourist attraction. Yeah. There's so many people there. Granted, it's Labor Day weekend, too. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, the place is just so crowded yeah. that even with a reservation, you still have to go to the bar and wait. But that's fun. You have a martini before. We did that. And, and you know, in fairness to them, they sat us very quickly. We got two sips into our martini. Yeah, and
1: then you carry them to the table. They don't carry them for you, which is bullshit. No, the
0: guy carried it for us. Wow. Because what happened was the bartender, uh, first of all, I loved this, the bartender goes, listen, we pour our martinis very full. You're going to want to take a couple sips before you even pick it up. And this motherfucker wasn't kidding. I mean, this had a meniscus over the rim on it. You know, and it's like a pretty crowded bar. So I was like trying to like pick one up and like hand it and spilled a bunch of it. Blah, blah, blah. And so this guy sees this happening while we're getting our first initial sips. And to his credit, the nice young gentleman goes, let me get a tray. And I thought that meant he's going to hand me a tray or my dad a tray. And we're going to put it on there and walk over to the table. No he balances the three drinks that are still incredibly full. Yeah. Again, like two sips out of a way over poured glass and he walked it through the crowd all the way to our table, set them down, didn't spill a drop. Yeah. That was magnificent. I liked that. I liked that guy. He was in a good mood too. I feel like part of the Times review was that the surly waiters like now just don't care. Yeah. And I think they have to make an effort to seem like they care. At least the hosts did. Oh yeah, yeah. And our waiter, you know, he was all right and personable, but they're so overrun that things just take a while. Yeah. I don't know if that was your experience there yeah. too, but the pacing's wrong. He came to our table way too quickly mm-hmm. for us to be possibly be ready to order mm-hmm. and then didn't come back for like 35 minutes. Yeah. And then we ordered everything at once, and then the first thing came out quickly and then there was like another 30 minute break. It was like just weirdly paced as a meal. It's definitely not as it's definitely not a fine dining experience. They don't
1: experience. give you like so like way back in the day it was like okay we're doing this 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 like appy 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 mains Mm -hmm. and they're like okay here's your wedge here's your side of bacon and we're like well the side of bacon is really for the steak so like when's that when's that happening and like and then the shrimp cocktail comes out and you're like what what do you mean Now? Oh,
0: that's strange, yeah. Yeah, no, we didn't have problems with the order of it, necessarily. It was just the pacing of it. Uh So, we, you know, I wasn't going to order the bacon. Everybody talks up the bacon. What the fuck's wrong with you? But but it was like, you know, we're getting... It's
1: very expensive for just one piece of bacon. It's actually not. It's $9. For one piece of
0: bacon. Yeah, but that's like, you could go there for lunch. It's pretty reasonable, actually. I'll I'll get back to the prices of things. But we weren't going to order it, because we figured, you know... We want to get, like, some kind of salad thing and then two appetizers and a steak for three. That's going to be fucking plenty what about of the food. the sides? Well, that's what I'm saying. Two sides. And a nappy? Yeah, well, and a salad as the app.
1: Little
2: bitch.
0: That's not what we ended up doing okay, because yeah. we saw everybody else getting the bacon and we were like, that looks pretty good. Yeah, duh. We got to at least try it, especially as, if everybody talks about it. So we got the salad and the bacon to share. What salad? The Caesar. Just a split. Because I wanted the iceberg wedge, Wedge. but that's hard to split with three people. And we didn't want to cut
1: it up and then. Take your
0: quarters eh. or whatever. I don't know. We didn't want to each get our own. That seemed like hard. That's a lot. Interacting with the waiter was kind of hard. It was just like, why don't we just get this one that we can just shovel? Okay. And, you know, I'll tell you what. That's not a bad steakhouse salad because, you know, it's like real anchovy dressing. Yeah, no, it's, it's made right. Pretty good. Yeah. So the Caesar and the bacon come. That's fantastic. I was happy to just get one slice of bacon to split so we could literally just, just try taste it. it. Yeah. I didn't want a whole goddamn thing. No. Also, to back up the bread there. Pretty good. Did you get a giant bread basket pile? It's a giant pile, too. I don't remember. I'd have to look at the photo. My favorite one, there was three different kinds in there. Basically a breadstick, basically some kind of roll, and then onion bread. No. That when you cut open, there's little um, minced, like caramelized onions inside of it. No. Quite that's delicious. New.
1: That's very new. Hold, please.
0: And I was so hungry by the time we got there that I had to pound two breads before anything even showed up. But given the size of the martini, that wasn't really a problem. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you're going to be able to find it. I feel like it's not even an advertised item. You're probably better off like looking at pictures of no, people looking... dining at Peter Luger and Zooming.
1: on. Yeah, them. I'm looking for my pictures of being at Peter Luger. Mm, mm-hmm. Uh which are so buried that it's going to take forever. So, And we know how thrilling that is to listen to. Yeah, that's absolutely um, thrilling listening. So, anyways. Oh wait, found it. Boom. No bread. No bread.
0: No bread. That must be a new thing. Or maybe it's a thing for a party of more than two. I don't know. I think it's a new thing for... It tides you over so people don't complain about the fucking mm-hmm.
1: weird-ass pacing. Also, the onion thing is mo- m- closer to like stuff that they deal with for their new like sandwiches and shit. Oh, no, there is a bread basket.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah. A lot of butter. A lot of butter. Oh, yeah, there's always a lot of butter. You know, I have to say. Did you get the spinach or no? Yes, we did get the spinach. So we got the cream spinach and the uh, German fried potatoes, which showed up with the steak. Yeah. The German fried potatoes were quite good. I'm not oh. really sure like what else on the menu you would really want. I, I saw a lot of people ordering the tomato and onion slices, but fuck that. No. They're literally just tomato and onion slices. I don't understand that one bit. Yeah, no. Um, no, the potatoes looked good, so we got that. Didn't get shrimp cocktail is what you No, oh, okay. we did not. Because the, the shrimp cocktail, I'm not really in it for that. I think Ree was the only one that really would have wanted that. It's so good. It's just to like look fancy. They're huge, though. Yeah, you know. But you're having plenty of meat. Now, the steak for three... Is a big bitch. It's a big bit. It's actually just two whole steaks. Yeah. I know. I didn't realize they probably just do it by weight. Yeah. Like, rather than have an extra large cut, you just get two of the giant things. And then if you get steak for four, which I didn't even know was a possibility, but I saw a few people order, Mm -hmm. you just get heavier cuts of two steaks, which is crazy. Yeah. So, we ordered that, and we had to compromise because, you know, Ron likes his steak more of a medium... And me and Re like it rare. So that makes an easy compromise. We'll get it medium rare. And he's not so picky. But the steak shows up. And when you first see it, because they cut it for you. Yes. Don't touch the plate. Blah, blah, blah. It's hot as fuck. Ron touches the plate, of course. And then cries like a baby because he burned his finger, quote, unquote. Okay. He was fine. But don't touch the plate. They just no. said it. Don't touch the plate. It's
1: on fire. and It's then the, cooked in that tray.
0: The waiter quickly walks back over and he's like, did you touch it? And Ron line was like, no. But then he was nursing that little wound for another hour or so so anyway the steak shows up and they cut it up and i'm looking at this thing and i'm like that's medium rare i mean that looks red as hell yeah like to the point where it doesn't look cooked Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying you know that when you've made steak at home where you're like oh shit that's just uncooked meat that's not rare meat well that's what it looked like and then guess what it's perfect that's not what it was that almost looks blue and that was medium rare. exactly yes And so I was like, oh, fuck, maybe this is really going to be, like, a catastrophe. And then the moment I put it in my mouth, I'm like, how do they do this? It's perfect.
1: It's all just cooked under a broiler. Like, it's seared and then broiled.
0: It's seared and then broiled. And they broil it at, like, a thousand degrees or something insane that you could never do at home. That's why it works. In the
1: tray that it's served on, too. So there's carryover cooking to get it to whatever temperature that you want.
0: Yes. And they put the little plastic piece in there that designates your finish. Did you remember that or get one of those? I, don't know. I thought it was cute. I took it home at the end. So they have different colored sticks that they put in the steak, probably just for the servers in the kitchen to know which ones to grab. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's obviously like shades of pink from oh. from brown to light brown to you know, rich pink, light pink, yeah, really light pink, you know. Hmm. And that's the the different varieties. It's a cute little thing. But so, yeah, no, the steak ended up being fucking perfect. I was on cloud nine. Mm-hmm. And the steak for three, this is what we learned, is everything they advertise as being for two, three, or four is actually for one person more than that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: This yeah. was easily in total portions for four people. Yeah. Like, no problem. It would have been perfect for four people. But I just ate the portion of two people, essentially. Wow. We ended up taking a little bit home, um, which I cooked up last night. Mm-hmm. And it was quite good. A little bit of all the leftovers. Put it it in a sandy. Well, you know what I ended up doing? Oh, Oh, man. So this is a whole other can of worms. But last night I come home from work and our fridge door is just wide open. Oh. And has been open all day. Oh, no. So we were having a little trouble the last couple of days because I went grocery shopping on Monday and Ron had brought us lots of treats. There's beers and all this stuff in the fridge. Fridge is very full. Yeah. And we have tiny... You have kind of a tiny fridge here, too. So we have kind of a tiny fridge. And after grocery shopping and after treats, it's packed to the gills. And the door has been testy because there's a pitcher in the way and things are... You Uh know, One of those things where, like, if you're not really sure that you've closed it, you probably haven't. So... Sure enough, it wasn't me, I won't say who it was, that accidentally popped it open. It's only two options. I know. So. It's been open all day, and I'm like, fuck, not only the Petey Loogie leftovers, now we're going to have like, all the groceries we just bought go bad, there's ground chicken in there, Ooh. there's stuff that like can't live. Yeah. Turns out, long story short, that aside from the ground chicken and a couple of dairy products that were op- in open containers- Ooh. Sour creams, you know, heavy cream, stuff that just, like, can't really ever get warm. Um, That all had to be dispensed with. But it seems like most things survived.
1: If it's also overpacked, it also stays colder longer.
0: Not with the door wide open on a 90-degree day and the air conditioning off. I mean, I had to clean the whole thing out because there was moisture all over everything. The compressor had been overheating because it just runs all day. Our electric bill is going to be nuts. This upcoming month. And it's dripping water on things as well as things are uh, making their own condensation because they used to be cold. So yeah. that kind of ruined some greens and like cheese, shredded cheese and a back things that just get soggy, get nasty. Right. But I dried everything off and I think I saved the vast majority of it. Mm. But so that's why last night I had the Peter Luger leftovers. Cause I was like, look, I don't know. These have now been sitting out at eighty degrees for unknown amount of time. For unknown amount of time, they're cooked. So of all the things in there, they're it's the most said. likely to be okay. Yeah. But I'd rather just get this over with because you know, just
1: test the waters
0: of steak on the bone rare is the only meat I'm not throwing away.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So let's go for it. And that gets me back to the point, which is I didn't make a sandwich with it. But what I did is I cooked up some fresh mushrooms and some onions. Simmered and caramelized some onions, threw some mushrooms in there, and then at the very end threw the steak in there for like a minute. Oh boy, that was a nice medley hmm. with the cream spinach and the German potatoes as a leftover.
1: Oh, like a little
0: bowl? You made yeah, I basically made like you a, made a Peter Luger KFC bowl. I ex- exactly did that, hmm. and it was quite good. But yeah, Peter Luger's, I, I endorse it. I, I think it was actually back to Great. the prices, yeah. pretty reasonable. What was that? A three hundred dollar night? Four fifty, but that's with three martinis. And each? didn't even, no, uh, one each. Uh, oh, and a bottle of wine that was $130. Their wineless is shitty. It is, and they rip you off big time. It, their wineless is very bad. If yeah. we had not had a, had a bottle of wine.
1: You should have just kept drinking martinis.
0: Would have been absolutely downright cheap yeah. for the amount of food we got at the quality that it is. Yeah. We also got the dessert because everybody gets a bowl of schlag. I'm a slut for schlag. Let me tell you that. They're homemade whipped cream. Oh. They -hmm. advertise it on the menu as a bowl of schlag. Mm -hmm. And every single dessert comes with literally a pile. I'm making, I don't know, what size is that? Like, bigger than a softball, not quite a football-sized. Volleyball. Almost a volleyball. Small Mm -hmm.
1: volleyball-sized
0: bowl of this schlag. And we got cheesecake. You don't need no. schlag for the cheesecake. No. But the cheesecake was quite good. And just eating the schlag plain when you're done with the cheesecake really scratches that fat-ass itch okay. of no. I need more. And also just piling the schlag on the cheesecake.
1: No. So it yeah, just feels I'm good very to do. anti-whipped cream on a cheesecake. I, that's just too much.
0: It is too much. You don't need it for anything. I mean, I saw all these people getting sundaes. The sundaes are like as tall as the bottle of wine. Yeah. They're like a gallon. It's psychotic.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. I, no. I always find the move there is, or the one time I was there is, are we doing dessert here? No. We've had three martinis. What are we doing?
0: Well, the thing is, we just felt like being decadent because mm-hmm. why not? Yeah. We did not need the dessert. Nobody needed the dessert. But the way we split it up, it worked out. It was great. Yeah. I think Peter Luger's is great. I think it's. I think it's great. For the type of experience that it is, I realize that it had a former glory, that it probably no longer. I think they're maybe trying to, but They may be
1: trying to chase it back, mm-hmm. based on this description. Yeah, um, I think because they are. like Gage and Tollner is on their heels, um, Smith and Malensky, like unmatched, but like yeah, who's going to Midtown? You know, mm-hmm. um, like there's a lot of places to get a good steak, and you don't want to be like, oh, I went to the tourist trap from hell. In Williamsburg, but like, you know, that's why, like, going on a weekday, it's actually kind of chill. Like, it's not so bad. You're just
0: with people who are super rich and just do that for funsies. Right. That's the thing, though. You don't even have to be super rich. I'm telling you. Their prices have not inflated to the degree that regular food has. So now you're just like, oh, I mean actually if you went and got steak for two, one, it was already expensive. It was already priced high. Yeah. So now it's just normal. If yeah, exactly. If you got a steak for two and w- like one side and I don't know, a couple drinks, you're not talking that much more. Like a steak at Mayfield is $48. Yeah. Or what is what was
1: the place I was just at? Some place. It's one of these one of the places on maybe not Mayfield, but one of the places on uh franklin mm-hmm. steak frites is 48 dollars. i'm like you gotta be fucking kidding me that's the same price as steak frites at lord's yeah and i'm like eh, no yeah no i, shan't I don't be know. paying that
0: yeah for mid stuff no way no yeah
1: i'll give you 19 dollars for a patty melt yeah whatever
0: um But yeah, I don't know. I think you could go and eat there pretty reasonably. I had a really good time. For exactly the occasion that it was, it was perfect. I would go there again for that every time. It's Someone uh, in from out of town, just kind of a fun experience. Oh, here's the other story from Peter Luger. So right when we get to our table and sit down, a woman leaves a table at the back of the room to go to the bathroom or whatever and slips and falls on her ass in a very comedic way. And, of course, everyone's like, oh, oh, my God, you okay? Immediately, I'm like that bitch is drunk as fuck hammered yeah she had two martinis at the bar she's already three sheets to the wind she's yep. drunk as hell but everyone's being nice about it not just my table mm-hmm. all the all the witnesses the waiters blah 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 at the end of our meal it happens again same in an lady? even yes in an even more absurd fashion in mm-hmm. the exact same spot in the exact same way where she fall, falls like where she levitates on her back for a second you know what i mean like Whoops. nothing is on yep. the ground yeah. and then she's on her ass and she's all dazed and can barely stand up. At this point, all the waiters kind of, like, zoom out of the kitchen. And they're helping her up, but they're also, like, looking at her husband, like, you get need her to get this bitch yeah. out of here. This is really annoying. And everyone's kind of openly laughing at her at this point. Yeah. The few tables. And then so for the the rest of the dessert course, there was three or four tables that had seen both instances and were all sitting near each like other. giving
1: each other the eyes of...
0: My table included not only just giving each other the eyes, just openly making jokes about it. I'd never been in a situation where okay. all the tables were like just, you know, someone would get up out of their chair to like write the check or like go to the bathroom and someone from another table would grab them and be like, don't slip now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Everyone was just making fun of this woman. It was completely fantastic. It was a real bonding moment between, you know, unrelated parties. Yeah,
1: I mean, that, that'll that happen.
0: Yeah. But I mean, that's the danger. You can't have too many of those martinis. They're a little strong and a little massive. Mm. Will's looking at me. Three. Amazing. Three's a lot. Don Draper himself would, you know. I mean, the pale next, the the next day three was rough. Martinis. I'll just say that. Yeah, that's because insane. Because
1: then I also went to Rye after.
2: Ooh,
0: yeah.
1: R.I.P. Still i have no idea i don't think that's so you got
0: the five dollar like whiskey sours fuck or whatever no, the fuck no, no, they no. Had? we went
1: to the basement and got beers oh, or something okay. bullshit yeah, yeah yeah no no in my in my do- dotage you know i, I have to drink riesdorf kolsch hmm. until one in the morning at clems and then go it was getting a little depressing there want to go to the gay bar oh drag queens at two in the morning sure why not
0: is that enjoyable at two
1: in the morning? Yeah, it was pretty fun. Oh, okay. You know. That's nice. They are good. They were not bad.
0: You know, I went to a stand-up show with Ron, too. Yeah, you take him to the cellar? Well, we tried to go to the cellar, but the cellar's all sold out, like, forever and ever now. Yeah. Um, I probably could have gotten tickets, like, a week before, but, you know, a day before not, not happening. Not so much. No. So we went to the stand, though. I don't know if you've oh, ever been yeah. to the stand. The stand's a nice club. And I didn't really know any of the comedians there, but, it, you know. It was overall, it was a pretty fun night. It's always fun to go see that. And basically, if you go to like an early show like that of a bunch of unknown people, if they're any good, they mostly just do crowd work the whole time. Which is kind of sucks. I, it can suck. I don't like crowd work. In this case, though, the people that tried to do their material just bombed. Oh. Because the room's like not warmed up for that. And I feel like also you have to have some fans. go early or late? Early-ish. It was like eight-something show. True, that's, that's, pretty yeah, that's, really that's pretty early. That's an early show. That's pretty early. But you know that's the problem though that th- my two companions neither one wanted to go to a late show. To be oh. fair, I didn't really either. It's that's just that I know goes that's when yeah. the good ones are yeah. and the famous people come. But anyway, no, the people that did crowd work were actually it was funny. You could tell they were they got up there intending to do their material and then and just, then just the gave yeah. up on yeah. it and started and started, you know, making fun of two girls in the front row that were wearing the identical like Afghan sweater. Two college chicks that, like, had exactly the same outfit on and then were roommates. I learned a lot about these girls. I
1: mean, here's the thing. It was NYU move-in day. Oh. So, rip to lower Manhattan for three straight days. There you go. Uh,
0: I didn't even think about that.
1: Yeah, it's happening. They're all coming. Um, Every Becky... Becky and Becky...
0: Kirsten, Kirsten, and Karsten.
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. They're all da- they're all back. Yeah, they're back.
0: Well, that's the thing that you know. What that makes a lot of sense. I knew we were in NYU country, but I wasn't putting two and two together. There were so many couples, especially the people that were eager to sit in the front, mm-hmm. that were like in long distance relationships. Like, oh, I'm in college, and he's from Texas, and blah 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 blah. Oh, they're so finally back together. That well, yeah. no, well, yeah, because it's just like the weekend they're helping them move in, or like the last weekend they're hanging out the summer oh, before yeah, that, they go yeah, their yeah. separate ways. So there oh, was yeah. there was a lot of out of towners with New Yorkers there, which yes. got a lot of play. That was yeah
1: yeah so they're back so you mm-hmm. know avoid 14th street forever
0: yeah we went to joe's pizza also before that. that have you ever been there pretty famous place it's there's a few of them around town like maybe there's th-
1: 300 joe's pizzas well th-
0: there's three originals Joe's that are the original ones uh-huh. the original original is on west fourth i've been there very mm-hmm. good um there's one in union square and then there's like one in uh Williamsburg at the Bedford Ave stop ish.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Um, But we went to Joe's Pizza and that was pretty good too, but Mm -hmm. we really slammed it. I mean, the environment there is like we were lucky to get a place to sit down at all, Mm. and they run you through the line. Like we're standing in line, and uh, the person, like maybe two people ahead of us, hesitated for a fraction of a second and they were like, if anyone at the back of the line wants to order, like just come up and order, yeah. And that person got cut by like five people, all because they didn't know whether they wanted a plain, a pepperoni, or a supreme. Like that's all Figure they it have, out. Yeah, you know? make the choice. But yeah, we had that. It was pretty fucking good. Nice undercarriage, nice thin crust,
2: mm.
0: not burnt but very crispy. Mm. Pretty good. Pretty good for like a classic New York like slice. I have slice. to recommend mm. it. Yeah, because that was a big thing for Rana. He's always wanted to go to like a classic New York slice. And every time he'd come to bed it's like, there's not really that around. fancy pizza. Yeah, and then fancy pizza's not really what he's looking for. A- any, any asshole Take can get...
1: Take him to two bros and be like, this is what real people eat.
0: Uh, yeah, no, but I want it to be like a little more, not elevated than that, just like...
1: As long as you didn't go to Prince Street.
0: Well, that place is always packed. Uh, sh- it's good pizza, though.
1: It's really good. They're pepperonis. Yeah, oh, that's,
0: that's what I'm saying. I wanted pizza like that. Yeah. That's like, you know, well-known. The, the
1: cup and char, Grandma. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we got, the, we got Joe's Sicilian slice. Fuck yeah. Which was about an inch thick. Yes. And uh, it was okay, but Sicilian's not for me. I love Sicilian. I don't want a thick pizza. I love bread with cheese on it. I don't want thick bread. This is why I enjoy, you know,
1: Welsh rarebit. I'm like, ooh, it's mm. bread with cheese on it? Great.
0: Oh, man. Oh, you know what else I had for the first time? Wow, this truly is a food episode. Mm-hmm. I had a scotch egg.
1: Bitch. we got to go to Lourdes. You're going to lose your shit. A curry scotch egg. Ooh,
0: that sounds fantastic. Ugh. No, this was pretty fucking good. And we just got one to split. So I only got basically like one third of it. Like yeah. one solid bite of it. But it was, it it was, was so a good. sausage encrusted. Yes. Are they always that? Yes. Wow. It was... Quite incredible, fan fucking tastic! And the yoke inside was just perfect, jammy. Just yes, that perfect jammy. Where was that at? Um, I cannot remember the name of the place, but it was in Bushwick. Oh, called the Rookery. I hate the pl-
1: I hate that place. You me. hate
0: that place? The
1: Rookery sucks, dick. Why? I've been there so many times. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh no, it's I don't a, know. It's got that U shaped bar and that like little. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hate That's it. That's exactly you know? it. It's very douchey.
0: I don't know. I mean, we were... we the
1: clientele. No way. Bueno. We
0: went there for lunch. There was maybe two people sitting at the bar, and we were sitting outside on the, the gorgeous yeah. first day that Ron was there. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic. You've been to the Rookery before. I'm sure I have, but I don't remember the the, the names or vibe of places. Do you remember taking a- car- I essentially go everywhere for the first time, every time.
1: Yeah. Do you remember taking a cab with Steve?
0: What? From Bitforms? Mm-hmm. No.
2: Uh-huh.
0: To the Rookery? Uh-huh. What? From like an, an opening party, or yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. I kind of remember and then that And I had now. to get the
1: keys to the gallery from Seaburn, and I said, Seaburn oh, keys, and she Jesus. threw them at my face, and That's I said, got right. it, bitch.
0: That's right. I do remember that. Holy shit. That was the rookery. Wow. It's been around that long. That's it's been around forever. Practically yeah. an institution.
2: Mm. <laughs> Don't give that credit.
0: Don't go that far. No. Yeah, that was kind of a nice day. We went to KCBC Brewery right up the street from there. Oh, yeah. Which I don't know if you're familiar yeah. with those beers. They're at every bar in Bushwick. I hate it. They're very adventurous beers. They have a. They have a Pilsner I they, not, that I like? They they don't have too or many. they very hoppy. Yeah, they it's don't really have too many hobby. things that are normal. Oh. Like their Pilsner is like, yeah, infused with some kind of shit. They have an IPA that's like got fruit in it, you oh, know, a sour off. that's yeah, like no. red, a stout that's like 14%, you know Uh, we got a flight that's why i'm running down all the colors and flavors but you know it was fun it was a fun dad thing to do i would go back there again certainly as well as the rookery oh man my other ron story we had a real lazy day the day after that because you know hold
1: on hold on the reason why here's the thing brewery culture hanging out at breweries doing brewery things very heterosexual yeah, it is. I don't. Yeah, like there's a lot of strollers and
0: bullshit. There can be. That's yeah, very true. I don't no me goose though. As a matter of fact, while we were sitting outside no at that children. brewery, I yeah. was annoyed by a child that was screaming and screaming. Yeah,
1: because people are like, "Oh, it's a day thing. We can day drink. Mm-hmm. Like we we were young." And I'm like, "You suck so hard. Take your child home."
0: Oh, you know, I, I tolerate it. I don't really mind it. I don't really mind it for a couple of good beers. I mean, I hang out with baby. While.
1: I hang out with one baby in a bar, but then. I just say, "Give me your child," and then I lift him up like he's Lion King, and he stops crying.
0: Oh wow! It's a gift. <laughs> um,
1: I also go ah, spin yet, and he gets confused, so it's fine.
0: Wow, that's a bit you do to him mm-hmm. just to torture him. You make it's the just to make him shut up. Oh god, okay. Um,
1: like, See, everything the sun, you know, lands on is yours, <laughs> little bitch. <laughs> Stop complaining. Oh my god.
0: Well, what was I fucking talking Another about? Another Ron there? activity? Yeah, the the final Ron activity, which I fucking loved. We had a real lazy day the day after we went to the brewery and on, went to stand up and all that stuff. Because of course, with Ron, it's it's fun. We go and hang out. He wants to hang out. We go yeah. to bars. We drink till late, and then you know we come home and have a nightcap and yeah. keep talking, and then go to bed. So the next day, I'd been kind of busy on my time off, not in the sense that I was like actively engaging in too much. I just had a lot to do studio-wise and blah 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 blah. So I was like, you know what? Staying at home all day sounds really nice. He's not keen on doing like touristy things. Right. There was discussion of going to a Mets game, but it would have required like a lot of that? travel and coordination mm-hmm. and yeah, just get get out to fucking wherever they play, Flushing Drive, Meadows bitch. Park. I don't want to drive because I can't really drink. And then you got to drive back. And then we do at Peter Luger's at 715. No, it was just no, like, no, no. it was just like not going to work. Yeah. So we were like, fuck it. We're not doing anything today. We just got up really late. And my dad, of course, you know, Ron, he loves like rabbit ears TV. Yeah, He's like so affronted by the idea that y- you don't have like regular channels yeah. and watch live TV. I thought I swore to I swore to read, but he didn't end up doing it. I think he's finally learned that that he was going to bring the rabbit ears and try to institute them on our house again uh he did not do that
1: didn't he leave one here and we were like that's cute
0: yeah and we used it for a little while remember we were wa- early on in this podcast we were watching like that game show network it's not the game show network but there, we were watching all those like uh I weird reruns of like TV. 70s game shows
1: that was just part of the comes on tv
0: package maybe know. it was yeah no but i remember using it a little bit and then dismantling it oh. and being like okay no just because the reception is bad. That's I mean, so it's bad. a digital TV, blah, blah, blah. But so now, I don't think it's even because of my scolding or any, or anything. It's just that there's YouTube TV. There's Fubo. There's things now where you can get live TV yeah, yeah. on internet stuff. And Fuba. we happen to have YouTube. Fubo's a channel? Fubo? Fubo? Fupa. I said Fubo. It's Fubo. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Someone's got to work on the That's naming. the
0: politically correct term for it. Fubo. Fat, upper, beautiful object. Um, that's not an A. Fubo?
1: Oh, Fubo. um mm-hmm. uh, Orifice
0: would be more accurate, but okay. Well, that's south of there. But anyway. Oh, whatever. Okay. Um. So now we have all of that kind of stuff. And it turns out I have a Roku TV. I didn't even know it. Of course, Ron, Ron found his way to it. Oh. That just has live TV sometimes yeah. on it anyways. So he ended up finding the Smithsonian channel.
2: Ooh.
0: And he just threw that on. I didn't know there was a Smithsonian channel. And you were
1: like, what a bonus. Thank you so much. I
0: didn't know this existed. Um, It reminds me of the History Channel as it used to be before Mm. it was all like uh, Duck Dynasty and like Pawn Stars and stuff. A little bit. Mm. But it still has a reality show angle because it was the Labor Day weekend marathon of Air Disasters. Ooh. So Air Disasters is a television show where they reenact you know like with the terrible terrible actors and like shitty shitty sets uh real live air disasters that happened so like for example we saw an iconic episode where sully lands the plane in the hudson you know and that's a very light one because most of these are very visceral like intense accidents yeah and they forensic like the fucking hindenburg uh, they don't They don't have the Hindenburg. That would be interesting if they started doing historical ones. These are all, like, recent, which also makes it crazy. Ooh. Like, the, that disappearing Malaysia flight. Like, I kept joking. What, what do like, they
1: do? They just go, Ooh, fu- file not found or something?
0: Uh, you know, I don't like know. Like, it's Blair Witch? Yeah, well, this is the, the whole premise of the show that I autistically love is that it's, like, taken very seriously. And they, like, forensically piece by piece uh, through, like, interviewing the investigators from the NTSB or whatever they go back through and try to figure out from the black box and from the wreckage and stuff like what happened. So they don't use the real pilot voice recordings, but that's what the recreations are usually. And they sort of do this wonderful narrative arc where they show you the accident, they show you the consequences and then the, forensic scientists like reconstruct what must have happened to make these catastrophic failures happen it makes you never want to fly again first of well, all yeah like I didn't know that the Sully accident a was, flew in was it. a bird strike yeah. and that bird strikes are a real serious problem especially at LaGuardia your favorite airport Ew. because oh. there's a colony of geese on Rikers Island that uh, stays there year round so they're always taking off from Rikers and hitting planes flying out of LaGuardia and now, hmm. you know, New York and LaGuardia Airport have started euthanizing a lot of these geese. I was going to
1: say, why don't we just go geese hunting?
0: But it's uh, very controversial, apparently. Fuck them geese. Geese are angry little bitches. Well, the libs in New York don't like that. How are you going to say that when your decoy is sitting right That's here That's a mallard. That's not a goose. <laughs> <laughs> it's different.
1: I love the swans in Prospect Park. So elegant. So regal. Swans are even cuntier. Mm. Mm-hmm. Worse than geese.
0: Well, one of the things that I learned is that when they test aircraft engines... One of the tests that it has to be able to pass is they basically, like, throw a frozen Thanksgiving turkey through it a few times. Honestly. And if it goes through the engine and nothing really goes wrong, they're like, that one passes. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not a bad <laughs> test. That's a
1: pretty good test. Why frozen? I feel like you'd want it warm.
0: I think they want it to be, like, as hard to chop area. up as oh, possible, right, right you right, know? Right. And it has to be pretty heavy because, like, if you hit a Canada goose, they can weigh, like, 45 pounds. Right. Even a big turkey, you know, from the store. What's the biggest one you're going to get? 25 pounder? If you're 30, having a Thanksgiving yeah. for, like, 17 people or mm-hmm. whatever. But so, yeah, they throw and they huck them in the engines. But, yeah, I loved this show. And I kept wondering, like, when's the Flight 93 episode going to happen? When are we going to see, happen. like, the, the hit them hit the towers or, like... Oh, oh God. Because some of them are terrorist attacks, too. It's crazy. I mean, the lights are up right now, by the way. I don't know if
1: you saw on your right here.
0: Oh, because it's coming up to an anniversary. What yeah.
1: anniversary is it? 22nd. Yeah. That's not an important one. Well, the lights are on.
0: Hmm. So... Um, you know, as we get closer, they only get brighter. Twenty five is what everybody's waiting for, and then hopefully we'll all live to see the fiftieth anniversary. But we won't live to the ce- till the centennial. But I suppose that's for the better.
1: You could be a hundred and thirteen.
0: We'll live till the centennial of Pearl Harbor. That'll be interesting to see if anybody gives a shit.
2: Because
0: mm. then you'll be like, eh, I don't really need to live for the nine eleven one. Turns out nobody cares after a hundred years about what happened before. Most people don't even know about it. Well you know
1: apparently hawaii wants tourists back again
0: oh but i thought they didn't want that because uh, oprah and the rock didn't donate enough money
1: well there was that fire
0: well yeah yeah yeah, so yeah. they're like we'll take that sweet sweet Yeah, it makes sense you know mainland. what I, i'm joking around but i can't really begrudge them that i don't think you want tourists coming there while you're trying to like you know get your act together but hey they they got over that pretty fast yeah, but yeah. come back to maui hey it's fine
1: Hey, this part didn't burn. You want to spend spend some money and tip hard? Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, fine. Which I'm sure a lot of people will do. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: That's not bad. Okay. You want to talk about uh, Takasushi here on this day?
1: <sighs> I'm still mad. We could have gotten out of there for $90.
0: Yeah, we could have spent a lot less. You're mad about it? You weren't that mad the, uh, the day of. I had to think about it mm. for a little bit because I was like, you know what? I've had
1: mid sushi that was you know in retrospect so good such a great little like treat what a wonderful like you know whatever like wonderful little moments like even a $70 a night at uh sugarfish or something like that like you know as long as it's quality and the rice is seasoned right you're having a good time yeah yeah but when you get piles of unseasoned rice with quite frankly jaggedy ass cuts of fish don't care how fresh they taste. And, like, granted, like, you're getting a little morsel of the idea of what it should taste like. Yeah. But it doesn't sing. It doesn't harmonize. That's right. And you're like, well, this is wrong. So now I just taste fish and then gummy carbs.
0: Yeah, I have to say I agree with this assessment completely. I'm not, like, mad about it. I mean, good good for that little guy because he's basically retiring. He's re-
1: This is his, like cashing in of his 401k all at once.
0: And, you know, he got a little viral fame and it went out of control. I'm very sad because the original... So, for those that don't know, Takasushi is a small sushi restaurant in Queens that uh, has been around since the 70s. It's real working class sushi. We're not talking about uh, masa here or something insane. But they do omakase and it's relatively cheap compared to what it can be. They were known for selling fish primarily they did omakase and they did take out and all that stuff but they're not their main business but their claim to fame prior to their viral success on instagram was that you they would go to the fish market for you essentially and every but monday where would
1: you do? where would be the location to buy that like I just
0: you would walk in there and just buy it from their counter oh um this is how i got to know it because my japanese co-worker has known about this place a long time yeah and he said you should go here. It's not that far from where you live. Uh, you can Lies. get cheap. It's not. I mean, by driving, it's yeah, really not. True, Twenty minutes. Right? Yeah. Um, you can get pretty cheap cuts, and they would advertise this on Instagram. And I learned about this a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and I kept meaning to go, meaning to go, because it was really true. I mean, you know, where else are you going to get big eye tuna for like eleven dollars? It was like insanely yeah. cheap um i don't know how they were getting away with that that's probably why they weren't making any money and have to go out of business it's like that's not a very good just why don't you just mark make it up, better omakase yeah. and mark it up so that's how i found out about it and then sure enough in the last couple of weeks there was like a viral tiktok or some shit that oh, was like right.
1: you gotta support your local and sunny sun. this guy i hate this guy he's like this shit is so good it's so local it's so new york i'm like fuck you it's not that new york
0: yeah some queens dickhead Wanders in there after they announced that they're going to close in mid October. And meanwhile, I'd seen the closing announcement a while back and I thought, well, that, that gives me a good deadline. I'll eventually get up there and I'll buy something from them. But it goes viral and now there's lines out the door all day long. And I don't want to miss out on it. So, of course, I want to go. So, we eventually had a free day last week and we went. And then it turns out, not worth it. It's so fine. Bad. You know, that's why they say, though, when it comes to sushi, the rice is the most important part. And yeah. and the fact that that part is really neglected shows you why they never achieved um, a foodie reputation, because they don't deserve it, frankly. Well, because,
1: like, foodie, you know, like, like their sushi club. Yeah. And they, they were brought there. And, and, you know, the people who are, like, well, one is a true gourmand food stylist, you know, and is like, okay, that was that was that you know because she knows yeah like i i trust debbie with all food things if she's like no um but i was told after like hey what'd you think like i was like mid unseasoned rice and i was like yeah yeah didn't want to tell you didn't want to deflate the bubble i'm like no i would have known and then i would have been like hey just maybe we just try it and then just get out of here well yeah.
0: what you and i did for the listener was get the the basically the full omakase it was 110 dollars yeah. or whatever but they had an option where you could instead of getting 12 you would get nine and a roll that yeah. was like 50 bucks or something 45 like, bucks way cheaper and that would have been just fine
1: just fine just to get a hint of it but granted
0: the best things on their menu were, were probably the
1: most expensive things
0: one of them was a cheap thing their shrimp their ebby was really really good it i thought delicious. that was yeah. fantastic the uni was fan- was really good. And you, but you can't. They're not doing anything. Do you know what I mean? If you yeah. get a high quality product, you can't really go wrong with that.
1: Yeah, because you're just tasting that, and so at that point, the rice is just something to put the uni
0: on. Yeah, and which sem- is fine.
1: It's like a chip for your dip. This exactly. is a metaphor I can understand. That's exactly what it is. Where it's like, but like, hey, if you have a really good chip and a good dip, woo.
0: What a treat. Well, right. And the whole thing with sushi, if we're going to extend the chip and dip metaphor, is like, it, would you take a jalapeno lime tortilla tip and dip it into like garlic hummus? You I would. have. It's not great. Ostensibly, it's a desperation move. Ostensibly, one wouldn't do that, right? Yeah. They don't even go as far as attempting combinations like that. It's more like they have a plain pita chip for hummus. Chocolate dip, and salsa, salsa. Yeah. Every, and that's not really how sushi is supposed to right. work. You're so kind of, not necessarily with the rice, but with the limited means, the economical means that sushi provides, which is just uh, essentially rice vinegar, soy sauce, rice, and fish. you And supposed, wasabi
1: if you like sneak it on there. Sure. If, yeah.
0: You're supposed to be able to do a lot with that, yeah. and they didn't, didn't even try to do anything no. with that. Um, So similar to the uni, the other one I thought was really good was the uh, ikara, the... Bro, Salmon row. But, but know, it's like that's know, just a salty treat. Like it's drowning out everything else. It's fine. It just
1: tastes like yeah, you're just chewing salt orbs. And
0: again, and for the most part, not always, but the sushi chef doesn't really do anything there. You just get a high quality product and you put it on your thing, and it's fine, the, the way it is. And there was a few other really good fish in there, but like you said, the unseasoned rice, it just doesn't, it doesn't elevate itself to anything special. It no. just, it just doesn't, which is unfortunate. Um, but. It, had they been elevating themselves over the years, they wouldn't be closing, I would assume. Mm-hmm. It also sounds yeah, like this a, guy kinda kind of just wants to. It, yeah. But anyway, yeah, no. So I, I I was glad to go there and try it out or whatever, but I don't feel like anybody really missed anything. That's why totally I had honest. to ask. Like,
1: You know, we leave and I go take a couple beats and I'm like, thoughts? Normally I'd be like, that was so good. Uh, and then I was like, I've eaten enough in my life. Yeah. You know? I mean a lot. Yeah, I know when to be like, we got to call a spade a spade here, right? I'm like, come on.
2: Yeah. No, you I know.
1: Like, that's. Uh, I I, uh, I love I, nothing more than to complain, but like, and you know, it, there's nothing really to complain about other than like, huh?
0: Graded, like, you, like, you know. I'll, I'll say what I said to you. I mean, graded on a curve, a very generous curve. I could seven. maybe give it a seven, but it's actually a five. Yeah. I don't think it's, like, objectionable. I think it's average. I
1: would give it an, almost a 4.75. You don't season rice, I don't go to you. Yeah, no, yeah, you, you know? know what? That's true. That's true. Like, I don't do takeout from places that don't season
0: the yeah, rice. Yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. You know? Yeah, you're. You. I, I, I think the quality of the main ingredients could, could would bump it to the five also for the me. Also, the service but, was
1: bananas. Oh, they clearly had... They had
0: no idea what they were doing. I, I, that I kind of am fully discounting because...
1: They probably hired they just, someone just to be like... Uh, they hired uh,
0: few people yeah. just to manage that. I really think it was like probably two, the one or before, two guys yeah. making sushi and usually like the two older ladies. like One older lady. And maybe that right. was it. And she was the only one who was like, I get the menu. And, and like, then there was two younger guys there. I mean, there was a people in the kitchen. There was a lot going on yeah. there that they weren't prepared to handle. Which
1: I I know. maybe, you know, you chalk up to like, oh, you don't know how to do volume no
0: they definitely don't you know and maybe that's what went wrong with the rice who knows i don't know but it seems like other people had the same experience yeah now the other day i was i was happy to go for another reason too because i told you i've been making sushi and i haven't had omakase since i started doing that so going to one that was kind of mid was actually really informative because two nights ago i made my own again and i was like oh mine's better like yeah by a mile it's better
1: if you see again if you season the rice like there's nothing better than like so, like, even if you do, like, meh, go to sunrise or even, like, a canned something or whatever and you season that and then s- season rice and then scoop it with, like, seaweed paper, again, like a chip and dip, that's pretty fucking delicious. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, fuck whatever quality of fish. You're like, it's a treat when it happens, but you're like, it's about the harmony of flavor. Oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I have finally nailed my rice. By the way, I'll just throw that out there. Right. I've been experimenting with the sushi vinegar every time I've made it, and I finally got it down to a science. Now it's I would like to see it absolutely good. Mm. I'm not going to call it perfect because no. that's a thing you chase your whole life, according to Jiro. Okay. But uh, it's pretty serviceable good.
1: and like a standard that you can do all the time. Is all oh, year lo- better really than serviceable?
0: I've, I, it's been a real struggle to get it to the right consistency. The right sticking. I mean, all of yeah. these little things, I talked about it at length one time, are difficult, but I think I've finally got it on lock, and I've got my knife work really cooking with gas now. Oh, baby.
1: Should we just do recorded sushi night?
0: That would be so much fun, but that would be almost impossible for me to do. I mean, it takes yeah. it takes so long to make. Are you aware of this? I cook a lot at no, home. No, but
1: like, no, no, no. Like, what I provide is going to sunrise and getting the fish cuts. Oh. So you don't have to do that. You just have to bring rice and seaweed.
0: I don't know if I could do it here. I mean, it requires, like, I need to use the same tools that I always use.
2: Mm. I think if it. I Pack used a, a
0: different pot on a different burner, for example, to make rice, it would come out different.
1: You make it, you put it in a container, you bring it.
0: No, but then the temperature is going to be all wrong.
1: Oh, okay. all right. No, picky. I'm telling you. I,
0: I, I, No, I'm just, I'm exacting. I have standards now. Mm. Uh, no, I, I, I think I think I'm almost ready to debut it for a public service, mm-hmm. having a few people over to try it. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is all the timing. I don't really okay. know how to do that for more than two people. That's kind of hard. But it wouldn't have to be perfect. Be like six. It would just have you to know. be okay. Yeah. Um but yeah, anyway, I feel like you were about to say something. Oh yeah,
1: I have one more dining related thing and then we have to, you know, say that you're a published author now.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, true, I am.
1: Uh, what do you think of the idea? Say, for instance, you're out at dinner just because you're like, I'm hungry, Let I want to go get dinner, right? And then the service is a little weird. Service is a little weird. Just a little confusing. Like, who's actually taking care of the table? Is it the first person who takes the order? Is it the second person who comes and checks in and delivers, you know, the first round and then is like, hey, do you want more wine? And we're like, yeah, not the same wine, but yeah. And then somehow the first person who you haven't seen in two rounds of interaction comes back with more wine and puts it and is like, oh, puts it down but doesn't survey the table to see that it's already been handled. Do you think that should be part of your bill, if, especially if they say, oh, you know what, I just wanted you guys to have a good time. That's my fault. It's on me. And then you look at your bill and you're like oh we're paying for that
0: but wait they charged you for it yeah for an oopsie. no that for should, something that wasn't no, 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 no. That, that wasn't
1: ordered absolutely not that should be on your it bill after when i was i w- cuz i was going to leave it and then i was like this bill's psychotic right now
0: first of all that was their fuck up i'm surprised they committed to it and they Before left the people wrong drink wine. it why yeah. wouldn't you just say oh sorry this is for another table or wrong one we're the only table left okay and then if that's the case Especially if they say like I just poured, wanted you to so, like, have a good time or whatever, like yeah, that should be comped. There's no way you should right. be paying for that. Yeah. Did you press this issue? How did this? Well, happen? no,
1: because I w- we were like, oh, we're ready. Like, and I was just like, oh, here you go. Here's the card. I didn't even get it <gasps> itemized. I oh. fucked up. Yeah, I know.
0: Well, that's not really your fault, even. I mean, it's it's crazy that they just snuck that it in. Shouldn't have been rung in.
2: No.
1: Or if it was rung in, it should have been voided. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure.
0: Yeah! Wow! No, that's I had
1: you know in my brain to spend eighty dollars at dinner, and then it was like, oh fuck! Now we're in the one forty territory. Okay.
0: Wow! To be frank, I don't know if I would patronize that establishment again. That feels oh, it's really good. <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure it is. But th- that feels very. When I get the shitty
1: waitress, I'm like, fuck me, not again. Did you, and you this didn't bother to say
0: anything. What do you think would have happened if you said something? I Just
1: want to get out. You're the last customer. You just wanted like get the fuck out of no,
0: there! i think that's what they're banking on but now. i did I the look like of that feels very exploitative i did the look of
1: oh it was like oh we're we gonna like leave these i was like no because i just paid for them so drink up sweetie oh man and it was like kind of bad wine
0: and you're talking dinner for two for 140 yeah i wouldn't complain with, with about tip that. that's not that's nothing
1: what the fuck but i it would have been like a hundred Yeah,
2: but But so
0: what? I know, but at the end of the day, I get why you wanted to just leave. That's not really that bad. But I do think the restaurant fucked you over. That's my assessment there. Okay.
1: I didn't want to like make a scene.
0: Hmm. Wow. Yeah. You didn't want to make a scene in Nobu like the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I don't know anything about that. (laughs) I'm sure you'll learn about it.
1: No. 90 day UK only.
0: Oh, okay. You're not watching Down with Love on Netflix. Absolutely not. That show feels wrong.
1: What it, I don't I don't know if I want to know. Okay. Well, that's after show material. So sure. you're published. So how does one get a Manhattan art journal?
0: Um, I Unknown co- yet? I couldn't tell you because I didn't even know that that had happened. Oh. Somebody else texted me and said, oh, hey, I saw that your article is finally coming out. And I said, what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> and they were like, oh, yeah, it's on the Manhattan Art Review's Instagram right now. And I was like, what? Huh? And so I went and looked, and that's when I reposted it and everything, because I was like, oh, great. I mean, I had totally written the entire thing off at this point. I mean, I finished that, that in months ago, April, and, uh, and by finished, I mean, I'd submitted it even earlier than that. I think yeah. I had to submit it before April 1st, and then we did a little editing on it, and it was done by the middle of April. I thought this was maybe never going to happen, because I'd had a small correspondence with the guy, and at a certain point just Your stopped following friend, up Sean. yeah I, I i think a couple weeks after i'd finally submitted it, i said hey, what's going on with this and there was a little back and forth and then i never followed up again because i just thought well uh, it doesn't pass yeah. it doesn't sound like it's worth bothering him over really like the circumstances weren't anything he could really do anything about so mm, if it comes out it comes out if it doesn't it doesn't mm. and i also just thought it's getting to the point where not that it matters, but all that the those br- shows are all those down. things yeah. are so outdated. But I think it was just a question of we can't keep re-asking for submissions. It might delay things more. So right. they just went with it, called it a summer issue, and mm-hmm. that's issue one. And there it is. But I have no idea how to get it. Mm. I know as much as the general public does, which is uh, details forthcoming and release party details Eventually. forthcoming. Yeah. So I'll probably go to the release party, and hopefully I'll get a free one at some yeah. point in there. Uh, I do know that it's print only. Hmm. Uh, there'll never be an online publication of it. So if you want one, you have to get a printed one. What? Um, yeah. It's which not I
1: combine in a PDF. It, no, it, already, it has to exist as a PDF to send it to the printer.
0: Yeah, but they're not publishing it that way. It's ol it's print only, which okay. I think is kind of cool. Um, just as a gesture of fucking, you know, touch grass assholes. Um, so, you know, I will scan a copy of it or buy copies of it or get copies of it to send to people that want them, like my family and stuff, people that are Mm. interested. But, yeah, I have no idea how to get it. I mean, Mm. I'll update people when I know, but I don't know. I I never got reached out to on the side. I don't think anybody did. Yeah. So we'll we'll all find out together, apparently.
1: I would like to know what that one dude who used to show it, Redacted Gallery,
0: wrote. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matu? Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious, too. I mean, if they're sentences or it's hilarious to to cap it off, to to see the list of names on the table of contents, because like when I was talking to Sean, it was like he was very excited about my submission and he was like, everyone else's submissions have been crap. Everyone sucks at writing. They're not picking interesting shows. Like you know, he's not that harsh, but in so many words. And then I saw the list of names, and I was like, oh, I recognize some of these people. One of the guys, Substack, I read all the time. Mm-hmm. Of course, Matu's on there. There's a couple other like noted people. I was like, damn, that's pretty cool. Um, it makes me feel cooler than being with a bunch of losers that can't write and being, you know. There might be a lot of, the, there might the be some bad ones, pile, you know? but I'm, oh, okay. sure I'm sure there's am sure there's going to be a lot of pretty good Is ones. That the title of the episode? <laughs> the corn. <laughs> the corn on <I'm> the corn. <sighs> it's a food-based episode. Mhm. Mm. That's why they call it the cream of the crop. <laughs> okay, you can end the episode
1: on that one.